This podcast was recorded and produced on unceded Woiwurrung and Eora country. The powerhouse acknowledges the traditional owners and their continuous connection to country and pays respects to elders past and present. You're listening to Oscillations, a series of stories about things that pulse and fluctuate, from heartbeats to brainwaves and economic cycles to cosmic orbits. Drawing from the Powerhouse Museum's collection, we've invited seven artists, journalists, poets and curious people to interpret this material culture and tell their stories. Radiesthesia is a kind of pseudoscience, an occult practice dedicated to detecting the radiation of living beings and inanimate objects and using it to locate people, illness, minerals and water. In this episode, writer Omar Musa explores divination and love with the help of object number 87-1192, a radiesthesia pendulum. Radiesthesia. Left to right. Left to right. Wave the pendulum. Left to right. Our lovemaking itself was an act of radiesthesia. The detection of your magnetic field the dousing of breath, the divination of underground springs, the sensitivity to radiation. An aura outlined your body in dusk, red gold. There is a word for that. Rutland. Follow the metaphor further into the shadows, Sayang. Carry that fire into the cloudy blue-green of the stone. Same colour as the sea spread out before us over the reef, spread like a wash of ink, pleasure or grief. Each to each, we were diviners, dousers, trying to locate lost objects. The two-dollar coin down the back of the couch, the diamond ring buried in a pothole, that first private joke-like revelation. At times it seemed we were seeking out missing persons, once were shadow selves playing hide-and-seek behind the surface of the skin or the page or the temple's ruined wall. I miss you. Where does pseudoscience end and art start? You see, I've heard it said that poetry is an act of necromancy, communing with the deceased, maybe even raising the dead. I wave a pendulum over your photograph sometimes. Oscillation, a steady beat. Left to right, left to right. It hypnotizes me as much as it seems to raise you. But every now and then, I sense something beyond words, a tremor that shivers me crown to kicks, transferring from your ghostly luminous outline 
to every fine hair and cell on my skin. A red gold glow. A sudden fire. Radiesthesia by Omar Musa. Here's a little more from Omar about the hidden layers and triangulations behind his piece. I think I had a kind of visceral reaction to this object because I'm intrigued by divining, dousing, pseudoscience, alchemy. And I remembered this moment when I was a kid. There was a huge drought in Australia at the time. And I was out in country New South Wales where my mum's from and the farmers there were at their wits end. And there was this guy, he seemed like he was conjured from a different era, who said he was a water diviner. And, you know, these people who are quite hard-eyed rationalists generally were so at their wits end that they were willing to follow this guy. They dug where he had said to dig and it was completely dry. There was no water there whatsoever. And I was just kind of intrigued because there was this mysticism about it and something that went beyond rationality. My name is Omar bin Musa. I'm an artist, writer, poet, rapper from Queanbeyan, New South Wales. And I chose object number 87 1192, the radiesthesia pendulum. I was listening to this podcast by the great English poet Simon Armitage and he spoke about poetry as necromancy where you use poetry as some means of communing with or even raising the dead. Poetry attempts some form of dialogue with the expired. It is easy to descend into Avernus. Death's dark door stands open day and night But to retrace your steps and get back to upper air, that is the task, that is the undertaking. Only a few have prevailed. You know, sometimes poetry is this way of exploring loss or an absence. This is the obligation that views poetry as clairvoyance or necromancy and garlands the poet with the AAA laminate and lanyard, granting audience with the departed. VIP access to the netherworld and, more importantly, permission to exit. You're trying to describe or seek something that's already fled your presence or fled your hands. And so in this poem, I was exploring a lost relationship and how you're trying to divine memory through your poetry. I almost made the connection between divining and dousing and the early stages of a relationship where you're trying to wave your hands over someone else and figure out their personal histories and their personal aches, what they like, divine private jokes. That's such a moment in a relationship, that first private joke. We've got this thing and it's ours. with this object and the pendulum moving backwards and forwards, it kind of created this vibration or these almost energetic waves that were moving 
backwards and forwards and expanding out into space and time, kind of bounce back between an object and two people, and it sort of echoed backwards and forwards. And even as I'm saying this aloud, it sounds like some type of pseudoscientific explanation of, of energy exchange. But that was sort of the way I was seeing it. It was like one person holding the pendulum, creating these vibrations, and then those bouncing off the skin of somebody else. And it's this constant movement, like almost like a tidal movement in between different land masses or or islands. Yeah, and that, that's how I was seeing it. What might count as pseudoscience or bad science can also count as great metaphor and great art. But the idea of alchemy, of transferring lead into gold, is just such a beautiful metaphor for dealing with life or with difficult times because what might be rejected by a rationalist suddenly becomes really fertile ground for an artist. Let's leave it at that. Omar Musa is a Bornean Australian author, visual artist and poet from Queanbeyan, Australia. He's released four books of poetry, including Killanova, and four hip-hop records. His one-man play, Since Ali Died, won Best Cabaret Show at the Sydney Theatre Awards in 2018. His debut novel, Here Come the Dogs, was long-listed for the Miles Franklin Award, and in 2015, he was named one of Sydney Morning Herald's Young Novelists of the Year. The sound design in this piece is by Marish Fertwecker. The Oscillations team includes me, John Chia, Aisha Ash, Callum Cooper, Marish Fertweger, and Cara Stewart. The commissioning editor is Lisa Haviler. Erin Hyde composed our theme using recordings of objects in the museum's collection. And a special thanks to Emily McDaniel. In the next episode of Oscillations... You might remember some more recent history, like the Dole Army hoax in the 2000s. They call themselves the Dole Army, and they say they're on the march. We have members in Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Darwin, Adelaide. Sally Olds takes us on a bumpy ride through the ups and downs of unemployment history in Australia. Subscribe to our channels, and we'll catch you then. <laughs>